Trials and tribulations, life can get rough. And through the storm, we'll make it. Just put your trust in Him. No matter what you're going through, I know that I'll never leave you. You feel that you can't take no more. You may think you've seen it all. Happy people, once again, it is time for another episode of the Get Happy with Jay podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. Today's show is going to be a little bit heavy for us. There's been some things going on in the local community where I live. We've had our first homicide of the year this past week. So I have community activist, insurance agent extraordinaire Annette Nathan with us once again. She's going to talk to us about what's going on in the community and what can be done. I also have another special guest, Jeanette Johnson, who is a local radio personality in the community where I live and just all around awesome person. So thank you guys both for joining me today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So Net, I can call her Net because that's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to talk about today? I, I immediately thought about you when I read the article about the young 22 year old man whose life was taken by gunshot. I'm not sure if it was a drive by or or how it happened, but I immediately thought about you and your efforts in the community to stop violence. It's just got to kind of sock you in the gut every time you hear something like this. Yes, it does. Every time I hear of a shooting, the first thing I'll say is, I wonder if that person was covered with life insurance. Right. And of course, uh, Jeanette, you probably think, I wonder if that person was covered by the blood. I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. Right. <laughs> you look at that's it from, the insurance of all insurance. Right? Yeah, the spiritual yeah. as well yeah. as the yeah. natural. But let's explore this a little bit more because, of course, we definitely want to talk about, once again, uh, putting emphasis on the importance of having insurance. But what's going on in our community? I just do not understand. Understand, and I'm talking about right now in this particular conversation as a person of color talking about black on black violence and crime. Because let's be honest, that's how they're going. It's another young black person that shot that young man and killed him. What is going on? What is the cause of this? That's a question that to me, I don't think we'll never know the reason. Sometimes yeah. it may be because of the, the gang or jealousy. But Some, I think we even have to go deeper than that because to me, it goes all the way back to parenting on both sides sides. there's a mother and father somewhere of that shooter the person that killed the person and then parents of the deceased yes and i just automatically think okay what kind of parenting was going on because all too often the parenting just slips through the cracks we have an epidemic too much of people that are having children too young how can you effectively parent if you're a child yourself so a lot of these kids 
just do not get raised properly unless some other family member steps in to help. And I think that's where we have to begin the conversation is with this parenting. And then from there, of course, and we can look at the societal problems. We can look at, you know, the need for better comprehensive education. That's a part of the problem. A part of the problem is the lack of jobs, especially for young people in our community. So it's a multi-layered problem. But where do you begin? And when you look at it like that, sometimes it can be overwhelming. So what do you think, Nett, from your standpoint and the efforts of you and the family and the foundation that you have that's trying to bring awareness to this? What piece of it do you tackle first? Well, like you say, kids having children and there is no parenting when you're a child yourself. Mm -hmm. With myself and my siblings, we always have had both of our parents in our home. Right, which is a blessing. And you have amazing parents. Thank you. And nowadays, like you said, there's a lack of, you know, parenting. Um, The father is not in a home. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mention that. That's a big part of it. That's huge. Yes. And the mother, if you have, my my father had told me one time that I could not be a a mother with with boys Mm -hmm. because when you're a weak mother and you don't have that, you know, you always want to give, give. Mm -hmm. But if you're a strong black woman and you stand on your, on your children, then you can raise a boy by yourself. Yeah. But I think it's important to have a good male role model always because to me yeah you can be a great single mother we are blessed to have great Mm -hmm. single moms that are just doing phenomenal work but to a certain extent a woman can't teach a boy to be a man yes exactly so as a single mother if you're out there you have to get some sort of positive male role model in your child's life and not just for your boys but it's important for your girls because that's who um they model future relationships after Mm -hmm. you know the first relationship a girl has with a male is with her father or father figure and when that's not present that's Mm -hmm. a gap in that person's life I can speak to that personally with me not having my dad in my Mm -hmm. life when I was young in my formative years and I can I know firsthand what a difference that makes in relationships between males and females I mean that's what you look at as a kid so I would say yeah if you're out there and you're a single mom try and get some kind of positive role model, whether it's a pastor getting them set up with some sort of mentorship program, Mm -hmm. you know, big brothers, big sisters, something like that, because, yeah, we've got to get these kids young. I think we needed someone that screens the mentor also. You definitely got to do a background check (laughs) Oh (laughs) pretty much before, you know, (laughs) send your child because so much is going on today. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So hopefully um, if you get a mentor, get them from a reputable agency who has done a complete background check Mm -hmm. on this person because um, as someone that works with an agency that provides services to victims of sexual assault, a lot of times it's the person that you least expect that's a perpetrator. So it's important. I mean, you just can't throw any male and sometimes females are also perpetrators. There's a myth that it's only men. So you have to be careful about that too. So great point, Jeanette. Thanks for bringing that up. And you know, um, a lot of violence with with the young kids nowadays commit a crime for that child didn't just start. You know, no. that child could have been going through something without the father being in the home, mm-hmm. um, getting teased at home. Yeah, bullying. Know, bullying. 
Yeah. Yeah, and that's a big that's a big issue to get bullied, you know, at home and then you you learn from what you see at home mm-hmm. and you take it out, you know, in the schools. Yeah. And it's sad because a lot of this bullying now has gone to another level. I just was reading not too long ago that a 10-year-old girl, beautiful little girl, black girl, she uh took her life because of bullying. And so it is a very very important matter. Yeah, and then I know exactly what you're talking about and a couple of weeks later there was I think an 8-year-old girl that she was aware of that 10-year-old girl that took her life and this little girl had been bullied as well and she attempted to take her life I don't think she was successful but um, there was definitely some brain damage and some uh, residual effects because she had attempted to hang herself and uh, had not been found immediately so yeah bullying is an epidemic yes it is Um, I was reading on Facebook where she was about six years old little black girl Mm -hmm. and she was bullied because of the color of her skin she was too dark yeah and people made she made she you know she felt like she was ugly yeah they teased her and that happens with a lot of kids um I was uh, made aware recently of a a beautiful little Caucasian girl who she was attending a mostly black and Latino school Mm -hmm. and it and she was bullied for being white and being made fun of. So, yeah, it can happen with um, any child, regardless as to the color of their skin, a child that uh, seems to be perhaps gay or something. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's lots of reasons that kids get bullied, but it's never okay. And that's another thing where people parenting steps in where you have to tell your kids you do not make fun of someone else because of any difference whether they have a disability the color of their skin whatever it's never okay that's right so with the um, Howard Nathan stop the violence we haven't done that in a while Um, I'm going to bring that to his attention you know as far as marching that's good but I think that if we had other resources to step Mm -hmm. in to you know it's like you said it's a lack of jobs yes yes and, you know, that's going to get worse in our local community. There's a huge grocery chain called Kroger here in Peoria, and they just recently announced that they are closing two of their stores that also happen to be in communities of color, yes. and which is going to leave absolute food deserts in those communities. There's not, once those two stores close in these two predominantly African-American and Latino communities, there's not going to be a another store within miles of these people's home. A lot of these people have no cars. They literally walk to the grocery store. It's just, it's a tragedy of epic proportions. And of course, there's public transportation, but look at the the weather we're in now. It's like literally eight degrees outdoors. Can you imagine having to go get on the city bus, make multiple transfers to get to the grocery store? You can only carry so much in your hands on the bus, so it's limiting how much groceries you can buy and carry home and then you know within a few days you have to do that process all over again and some of them are elderly you know, yes you have some yeah. that's still independent enough to walk to a store or to yeah you know, but it's, it's for people that are disabled i see people you know in their wheelchairs or their little hover rounds going to stores all the time mm-hmm. and what are you supposed to do mm-hmm. so that's gonna i brought that up to say that those are jobs that are also gonna be gone right, out of the community right, right. then with that being said, you know, a lot of young men, you know, they can't go to certain parts, certain parts of the town. Are right. you talking about because of the gang affiliation? Yeah, because of the gang affiliation. You know, I hadn't even thought about that. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. I 
had shared that with my mom. So, I said, you got different people coming from different sides, and now they're yes. all coming to, you know, a, a store together. And, I mean, nowadays, young guys don't care where they shoot someone at. Wow. Right? So that, in essence, could possibly even spread the problem of violence to even other communities. Yes, and that's sad. That is absolutely sad. I yeah. hadn't even looked at it from that standpoint. Yeah. The color of the shirt they wear, you know, their colors, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, how they uh, wear their hat, you know, all mm-hmm. that coming to play. And Wow, it's that deep, huh? It's deep. It's deep. Wow. Satan it, is on the rampage. Sure. Yeah. And the, the only way it's going to stop, because I asked myself as I was coming, mm-hmm. like, is this ever going to stop? Is the violence going to ever stop? And the only way it stops, that's if God himself, he has all power, and we yeah. all know that, you that's know, right. and the devil can't do nothing. That The devil has to have permission from yeah. God. Yeah. But each, but God gives each and every one, one of, of us, us our will, mm-hmm. a will to do right yep, and to do wrong. or to do wrong. Yep, and as long as Satan has permission to do what he's doing. But don't you think that there's a lot of self-hatred that has to go into this? Because how do you look across to someone else mm-hmm. that looks like you, has probably had a similar life experience as mm-hmm. you, and think, I can kill this person. It's mm-hmm. almost like you're killing an element of yourself. Yes. yes. Hatred. You know, I always said I, I think it was a, a, a spirit of assassination. Yeah, um, to destroy. And another big thing, of course, is drugs. You know, yeah, many of the children drugs. That. Yeah, yes. yes, some of the parents are on drugs themselves, and so you find a lot of kids that are leading to bully. It all ties in sometimes mm-hmm. because they don't dress appropriate. Because guess what? Mom's not there, or, or mom's sleeping because she's been up all night, and you don't have the proper clothes to wear. And you're dressing mm-hmm. yourself. There are children like that, and I know that it was a young girl. And thank God I had. At the, uh, she was on a bus stop, but she was very small and it was cold and she didn't have a coat. So I told my daughter, I was in the car, I said, give me your coat. And so I gave her that coat and made sure she was, you know, mm-hmm. well, just, I'm not told my daughter, I said, you got another one at home. You always want to share. You always want to. Yeah, take absolutely. Care of one yes, yes. And we're living in a time where we have to take care of one another. That's right. Our humanity has to come first and we can't expect it to come from the government. Mm-hmm. My heart was so heavy. I actually had tears in my my eyes mm-hmm. yesterday after hearing the just horrifically racist and incendiary remarks that came from the person who sits in the position of president. Um, degrading and downgrading people that come from brown and black countries and which is a reflection of what he thinks about the brown and black people in his own country and so with that in mind you can't expect someone on the outside that does not have your best interest to have your back that's right so we have to somehow do that ourselves our humanity within ourselves has to come first that we have to care about someone else other than ourselves and not just people People that look like you, everyone, everyone, everyone that's human. You have to care for them. If you see someone in need, help help your brother. When I say brother, don't have to be your biological brother. That's right. There's a blessing in it. It's a blessing. Mm -hmm. There is something that's just wonderful. It just when you're able to be in a position where you can be a blessing to someone else, it's like you're you feel good. Good. You're blessed in return. That's right. I mean, many times I travel down uh, down south, headed to Arkansas, and many times I see you know the homeless 
just out there, you know, walking on the highway. And I would see that person. I would try everything in my, in my power to get back around to that person. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll go to McDonald's, buy that mm-hmm. person, you know, food. Yes. And that person said, well, I, I saw your car. And I was wondering what you was doing. You know, I came back and I, you know, gave the food to mm-hmm. them. Uh, blankets in my car, anything I had. And I'm so car. glad that you said that because I have gotten to the point where I won't give anyone money anymore because you mm-hmm. don't know, you don't know. Exactly. what they're going to, if they're going to go buy drugs or alcohol, you don't know what situation has landed them in that position mm-hmm. in life. But yeah, even if you don't want to do that, you can't always do something like that. Mm-hmm. Have some supplies or something in your car yeah. to where you can give someone a sandwich mm-hmm. or like you said, go blanket. to McDonald's or something, mm-hmm. blanket, especially this time of year. Yes, yes. Right. And the first thing they'll say is, God bless you. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that right there, <laughs> like I won the world. Yeah. <laughs> You know, God bless you. And that's a blessing to hear, you know. Yeah. And one more thing, you know, I was headed to, I was leaving our, um, Memphis, and I seen this man walking. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was probably hot. Yeah, it was hot. So, and make a long story short, I pulled over and I gave him a ride. And he said, sister, he said, aren't you scared? I said, scared of who? He said, scared of me. I said, no. <laughs> I said, um, I'm protected by the blood. Well, I don't know if I can back you on that <laughs> one. <laughs> I, I wasn't scared. You know, I was not scared because it was an old man. He said, you're not scared. I said, no, the question is, are you scared? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> are you scared? <laughs> so he said, where are you headed to? I said, I'm headed to um, to Illinois. So he said, well, can I get a ride? He said, I'm, I'm going to give you a ride to your stop because he was going to Arkansas. Uh-huh. I said, no, when I see that sign says uh, St. Louis, I got to turn off. I'm, I'm yeah. going to give you a ride right there. 40 East is to your left. So you go ahead and that get was out. pretty bold because I'm certainly like everyone that's listening to me right now. I absolutely do not recommend um, <laughs> or condone I, that. I mean, God bless you, cuz, for yeah, doing it. I mean, but I can't co-sign doing, that. I'm always doing that, you know. And I'm just like, I'm not scared, you know. It's just like I know God got me, and he was an old man, you know, legs hurting, and I seen it, you know, the pain when mm-hmm. he was walking. So that's the reason why I gave him a ride. Nowadays, you you have to be more careful, you know. Yeah. Putting in your car. Yeah, absolutely. Don't do that so. again. <laughs> there are so many ways that you can help and just just show kindness whenever you can. Mm-hmm. You cannot show too much kindness, giving someone a smile, mm-hmm. giving someone a, a pleasant word of encouragement, something. We I can always you, help. It comes back. Mm-hmm. It yeah. Comes yeah, it comes back. Like at, at my church, the Church of the Living God, where uh, Bishop Leroy Smith is the pastor. Church plug, church plug. <laughs> <laughs> We always, we always, uh, in, in our um, at our church, we always hug. We have a hugging ministry. So if you don't want to be touched, you know, you don't want to be hugged. You cannot come to our church. Well, this is flu hug. season, <laughs> so we still hug. <laughs> we still gonna hug. <laughs> well, God bless you for that. Let's yeah. touch on real quick um, again what you do, which is provide life insurance. And like I said, when I um, heard about that young man's death, I thought of you. And I also thought, wow, I hope that someone had some life insurance Mm -hmm. on that young man to be able to bury him and that, you know, he doesn't have to just sit at the funeral home up until the point where they have to do something with the body because they can't keep the bodies indefinitely. Mm -hmm. My job is to educate you all on the importance of having life insurance. And when you have life insurance, you give your family peace. Mm -hmm. You know, you you bring in value to your family. Um, Not only that, every time I hear of a death, you know, it touched my heart. Mm-hmm. I, I get sad because the first thing I, I wonder if that child was covered. Mm-hmm. Because if that child wasn't covered, the, the parents 
when I have time to mourn over their ch- child. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're too busy trying to find out where they're, where they're going to get the money from. And you were talking um, earlier before we started recording that, you know, it's kind of a wave now that people think, oh, I'll just do a GoFundMe mm-hmm. page. Mm-hmm. And you can't count on that. Can't First count. of all, you can't count that people are going to be able to, to donate to right. it. And then second of all, there's a fee of the GoFundMe whatever entity that controls that. They take a cut of the money that's raised in there, too. So GoFundMe is not an insurance policy. That's right. And I think insurance should be called is going to happen. It's going to happen. Well, the death ratio is one to one. We're (laughs) all going. We're going. We don't know when. We don't know know how. But we're going. It's going to happen. It's meeting us at our doorstep. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Dot com. And every second of the clock, we're getting closer Mm -hmm. to that time. We all are one step away from the grave. Okay, on that morbid note. <laughs> <laughs> one step away. But seriously, I mean, like I say, it's my it's my job to educate you all on the importance of having life insurance because if you do not have life insurance, your loved one will continue your your loved one will be at TW Parks or Simon's Mortuary. Mm-hmm. And if it get if at that time goes over a certain period of time, you go back to the crematory center. Yeah. And then at that time you have to be cremated and that still costs. A lot of people are going over to cremation because it's mm-hmm. less affordable price so but now like everything goes up so cremation yeah. the price for cremation is also going to go up so. I don't know if I would want to be cremated I've thought about that I know this makes absolutely no sense because when you're dead and gone you don't know you don't but like nothing. I am claustrophobic so <laughs> I know this is crazy but the idea of my remains being yeah. six feet under even though I won't I would not know anything about it kind of freaks me out you're because I'm, <laughs> I'm claustrophobic. But at the same time, I don't know about my remains being cremated either. Well, I kind of almost like the idea of, of being cremated and then maybe sprinkle me someplace where I love or something, someplace beautiful. But then I don't know. But if you get cremated, then your husband can take you everywhere he goes. Oh. <laughs> Child, please. <laughs> I mean, on that note, seriously, however you want your service to be, you have to... Uh, make out a will so your family member your your family members would know what to do because and that'll cut down on disputes because I have seen so many ugly fights Mm -hmm. with family after a death over money yes because money causes people to get ugly yep money would make a person jump money and food (laughs) use that food too huh yes yes yeah don't mess with my food either (laughs) and another thing this is my opinion I would help anyone that do not have life insurance if that person died of a critical illness. Forgive me, I would not put money in someone's jar. If I knew that person and I knew that this person was riding around in the bins mm-hmm. or, you know, had means to money yeah. to get insurance, mm-hmm. I don't donate to that. Yeah. But if you have a critical illness or if it's a baby, then mm-hmm. I don't mind helping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. And we all have to be responsible for ourselves. Yes. Gone are the days where you can expect Big Mama or whoever to have have a policy on your behind let's grow up and have your own policy and you can't Mm -hmm. count on that i like the way you put that let's grow up and and do it and then we need that's something else that we need to pass down to our children too to know the importance of life insurance and it takes me but on a personal testimony annette here came and she made it so easy came to my home explained everything and i've still had this insurance and then my kid got the insurance and so it it really really works we've had it now there for some years now over two years 
Over two so, years. And I tell you, they take it right out. You don't even miss it. Just just let them take it out because that's what important. I like too. Mm-hmm. Just take it out of my account. Yeah. Don't yeah. that one less check I have to write that's or right. online yeah. bill yes. to pay. So yeah. we have a testimonial, Jeanette. I didn't even realize. Yeah, she's one of my clients, yeah, a yeah. faithful client that has been <laughs> on my books over two years. And yeah. with that being said, you know when whenever death comes in, um, she will be covered and her beneficiary will receive a check within seven to ten days because wow. and the reason for that um if i write a policy on you today mm-hmm. and you uh pass away within that two year within that two year ter- uh, period mm-hmm. um every insurance company have the right to contest that policy yeah okay. yeah we talked about that a little mm-hmm. bit before yes. but you're over two years so you are covered yeah. Yeah. that's a blessing that's but a i blessing. still like to stay around though i, I know i know, yeah. I know. I know. don't put me yeah, off don't too don't rush us off don't rush nobody off I'm you know just, we're not you know. we're not encouraging insurance <laughs> because we expect for you to kick <laughs> off tomorrow <laughs> I mean, God, you know, please bless us with our seven <laughs> score and ten yes, and then yes, some if yes, possible. Yes, yes. But yeah, but thank you for <laughs> what you do and talking about the importance of being covered. Um, goodness, we've covered a bunch of topics and we'll have to have you guys back to just explore because I don't ever like to really end a show without having some answers and mm-hmm. some tips. Mm-hmm. But you can take away from this to be prepared, have life insurance. Do what you can to show kindness to others because that's important not only to the person's life who you are touching, but it's a blessing to yourself as well. And just help wherever you can. Maybe you know of someone that's a single parent or needs a little help. Offer some assistance. Mm -hmm. Nett, you had something to say? Last Sunday, I um, attended my church for Sunday school. Mm -hmm. And um, I had asked Pastor Brenda Russell, could I come over to Canton to her church? Uh-huh. And that's uh, Mount Carmel Church in Canton. And, and she's I, a pastor there? She's a pastor there. Okay. She, she lives here in Peoria, mm-hmm. and she's a prophet, and she lives here in Peoria, and she travels back and forth to Canton. Uh-huh. So okay. she has her own church. Someone gave her this church, wow. her and her husband. Okay. So Brenda Russell, she's the pastor, and her husband, Maurice Russell, is the assistant pastor. I say that's because when I asked her, she said, yes, please come. Everyone in my church is going to get covered, mm-hmm. everyone. And just to hear her say that you know because mm-hmm. we're both black women trying to her job is to save souls and bring souls to Christ to mm-hmm. make sure they have God's assurance yeah we all need some <laughs> blessed need some assurance, assurance. Yes. That right. but that and does not negate insurance right and my job is to make sure that body is covered with insurance <laughs> <laughs> so you're a dynamic duo blessed yeah. assurance yeah. and some natural insurance, insurance. <laughs> So, <laughs> you can't lose with that combo. You can't lose. Can't lose. <laughs> so everybody said there's nothing to do, nothing to do in Peoria. Well, you can travel to Canton. She she will be having a uh, revival mm-hmm. uh, on the 27th and 28th. Uh, in uh, the 27th and 28th at uh, Mount Carmel over in in Canton, Illinois. Um, it will start 11:30. Uh, she would not be doing the service, but there's a prophet R. D. Scott from Ohio. He's bringing up the word. Oh. Okay. I'm going to go there, and after that, I'm going to be scouting for anyone that needs life insurance. So, All right. <laughs> Listen at you. When you get done shouting, come <laughs> yeah. over here and see yes. Sister Nathan <laughs> for some insurance. Yes, yes. I got to get in what I fit in. So, okay. But I got to hear the word. I, you know, my, my thing is if I if I hear the word, and you know, like I said, many times I want to throw the towel in, but if if my God is in this, it's for me. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue. You get some strength. That's yeah. right. Yeah, continue to sell life insurance. Strength to fight another day. How would they reach you if they wanted to? 
if you um, if you are in need of life insurance or if you want to just get educated on it, you can call me, Anjanette Nicole Nathan, at 309-453-0748. My lines are always open. <laughs> okay, plug, plug, plug. <laughs> but thank you, beautiful ladies, for um, being here and uh, for talking about these somewhat heavy topics because you can feel kind of almost helpless and overwhelmed, yeah. but it helps to be able to talk about it and to have open, honest conversations. And I like that we looked mm-hmm. at the problems from so many different perspectives. So thank you guys for being on the show once again. Nett, keep doing what you're doing. Yes. And Jeanette, yes. you yes. as well. Thank you. And so Jeanette. to everyone listening within this next week, do something to make yourself happy. Yes, there's like heavy things going on, whether it's in government and locally, but but this show is all about uplifting you and encouraging you. No matter what's going on around you, you can be happy. It's a choice. Yes. It takes work sometimes. And you're not going to be happy every day. You know, it comes in waves. Sometimes you're happier than others. But keep plugging away at it and you'll get to a point where you're more happy, more consistently than you are not. So within this next week, do something to make yourself happy. It's not selfish. It's self-care. And we all need to practice more self-care. Well said. said. (laughs) Thank you so much. Be sure and check us out. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. You can always go to the website, gethappywithjay.com, and you can listen to the podcast right there as well. Get yourself registered um, just so you can know whenever I drop a new podcast, which, Lord willing, is every Sunday (laughs) evening, sometimes Saturday evening, but definitely every weekend I put out a brand new fresh podcast for you guys. If you have any topics that you want to cover that's going to be uplifting and encouraging and educating to our listening audience, hit me up. I have a Facebook page, Get Happy With Jay. That's the best and easiest way to contact me uh, because I really haven't reached out on all the other social media outlets yet because it's so much work. It's like... (laughs) There's Twitter and there's Instagram and there's Snapchat and all that. So we're keeping it simple. It's a one woman show. So hit me up on the Facebook page. Be sure and like it while you're there. Okay. And subscribe to all of our other outlets. And until next time, be good to yourself and everyone that you come in contact with. A smile never hurts. Till next week. Take care. Jeanette.